Uh, hey everybody and welcome to another game show with James and Ed or Crazy Riggs and his ever increasing gamer score and the first bat with a very slow increasing <laughs> gamer score. Um, still playing Red Dead Redemption but we're just going to shoot the breeze about games and particularly really exciting news that um, Nintendo are re-releasing the NES yep. uh, recently so we'll chat about that amongst other gaming news it's Comic Con at the moment so there's all sorts of stuff coming out I think E3's obviously been and gone but there's all this stuff like Gamescom coming up and yeah. stuff like that so we'll we'll just chat like we normally do about games and hopefully talk about some things that you're interested in and if you're not well so be it that's okay <laughs> um, but we try we try so what do you think about this new um, introduction by Nintendo bringing a HDMI NES. I think it's got something like 30 games. It's got 30 stores. games on it. Uh, won't connect to the internet. So So it's, it's pre-installed only. Yeah. Are they going to release any cartridges at all or is it just the 30 games and that's it? Oh, I'm not sure. I, I think it's like, you know, you used to get like the mini Mega Drives. Yeah. It's similar. I think it might be a little bit of a similar concept to that. Thing is, I think... I think some of some of them now miss a little bit of a trick. Because, really and truthfully, on the Wii and the Wii U, you had the virtual, virtual console. Yeah. So you could download a few of the old retro games... You'd think nowadays they'd be able to say, well, I mean, you've got your phone, you can have apps, you can have apps on your TV. Quite a few of them would go, like Nintendo, would say, all right, I'll tell you what, what we'll do, we'll come up with an app. What you do, you go in, purchase the app, yeah. code, so what you could do, uh, I mean, it'd be a weird way of doing it because I mean, you could go and get the app off a TV or on your phone. What you could do is you could go into game and you could buy a pack. Yeah. And what with that pack comes a controller, which has been specifically designed to play NES, SNES, N64 games. Yeah. And you just basically go in, and it's just got the entire back catalogue of games, and you just pay one or two quid for them because I mean the thing is when you think about it I mean you're not going to want to play every retro game that's ever been released but what are you talking about I want to play E.T. by Atari from uh, 1984 really? you you, you... do you know what I played E.T. my mate had E.T. yeah that game made no sense whatsoever. But, as a kid, you still played it. It wasn't like nowadays, you buy a game, you put it in your console, five minutes out, this is rubbish, and you just don't play it again. Back then, because they were so expensive, you played it, even if it made no sense. Well, the thing is, is I don't know if you, um, I'm sorry to just take you off yeah. topic briefly, but I don't know if you, did you watch the uh, Atari excavation documentary yeah I saw I saw a little bit of it so it was I thought it was a really interesting story and I think a lot of people have sort of revisited 
the game and said actually it's not as bad as people mm. first said and considering the, the fact that the guy who made the game did it in like I think he did it in like four weeks or something yeah, like that yeah but they needed it for the run up for Christmas wasn't it yeah. or something like that and they basically just plodded something together but they said the basic game structure is actually pretty smart and pretty innovative um, but it, of course it had no bearing on the movie E.T. Yeah. but you just thought mm, what fair play I mean I think that's the thing because it's obviously like just saying for downloading games I mean you look at E.T. what what would it be one and a half megabytes two megabytes and that's the thing I think a lot of them miss a trick because you could down that your back catalogue would not take up that much memory on a lot of consoles, no, or even in the cloud or anywhere where you could download them from. And if you look at the apps marketplace, yeah, a lot of the games that are on there are actually reimagined versions of games that have already come and gone so I think there would be a market for I mean you know I'd love to play Super Mario again Super Mario 3 um, love to play Landstalker again um, I know you'd love to play Ranger X again I certainly would uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also particularly very keen to replay or at least have a new version of Forgotten Worlds that would be really really good but I think <coughs> it goes to show that it's a big market for retro games and a lot of people invest a lot of time into it. There's um, a spectrum that you can get from Amazon which is pre-installed with a, with a load of games. I downloaded an app for my iPhone that, pre, that has a number of pre-installed Spectrum games on there. Um, and you just kind of think, well... I don't quite understand if Nintendo aren't opening it up to internet access I, I think they're missing a bit of a trick because as you say you should have a library on there where you can just tap into those titles because it, it's not a complete title list there are going to be some games that are missing from there you think well I'd really like to play that where is it? Hmm. I think as well what you do find I mean it's like the Sega Mega Drive collection on Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 <clears throat> had some good games on it had some rubbish on there but the thing is they sort of go to you right these are the games that you you're going to play instead of giving you the option to play the games that you want to play because obviously I mean, how many times have you seen on one of the consoles Robocop versus Terminator? None. Yeah. I mean, it was a big game at the time. There was a lot of controversy about some of the things that happened in it. But obviously... But you get Alter Beast all the time. How can you yeah. get disappointed when you get Alter Beast? That game is so frustrating. And once you've completed it about ten times, it is, you know rise from the grave does do your Sweden but in the same breath I mean 
you've like we've discussed before I mean you've got Mario and Sonic they are classics people do love playing them but I think they don't utilise or even bring back some of the classics that really got that inspired a lot of the modern gaming it's like you said Forgotten Worlds and um, I mean you've got like a lot of the shooters like uh, Super Metroid and things paved the way for a lot of the science fiction games and shooter games that you've got now crazy weapons freeze rays and all sorts of things like that but um, no I'd like to see someone take the plunge I mean it's dependent upon what the Nintendo NX is going to be like yeah because I mean apparently that's going back to a cartridge based system yeah so will they is it a console where they're going to say here's your console get brand new NX games but here you go you want to play a 3DS game plug it in you want to play a DS game plug it in you want to play a Nintendo game go to the marketplace they'll all be there yeah I think I think physical copies are important to a point but I think if it's at the right price why if it's at the right price if it's at the right price why would I want to spend loads and loads of money on something that I can get digitally yeah so I so I think this is part of the part of the challenge I can understand why the Nintendo are thinking about going back to cartridge because cartridge is instant load there's no delay on loading times and they shouldn't really be on any console game anymore well that's the thing I do find and I am a little bit disappointed with modern consoles you pre-install the game to reduce the load times but the load times are still there yeah so yeah you might get better quality of game and I think it is like you said you know you've got the load times down instantaneous with cartridges um, but you are right it is the pricing structure because I mean Anybody who wants to buy a digital game, that's entirely up to them. So I know a lot of people like digital games, but for me, why would I pay? You know, I go to the Xbox Live Marketplace, and I looked the other day. Doom was fifty four ninety nine. You get no box. You get online instructions. You cannot trade it in. So it's got no value. Yeah, I went into a game store and you could buy it brand spanking new for $24.99. And if I finished it, I would have something that I could trade in. Now, yeah. I, un- I understand the trading market does affect the games industry, 
but I think if the games industry looked at it and got the digital pricing right, people wouldn't be because I really begrudge paying fifty five quid for something that once I have completed it, I have lost fifty five quid because really and truthfully, what other market is there? that you cannot trade something in. The only ones you can get are music downloads, Yeah. but they're cheap. Really and truthfully, they're pretty cheap. But the thing is, you can burn them to disc. You can put them in your car, you can put them on your iPod. You yeah, yeah. 79 pence for a track. And generally speaking, music is one of those things you listen to, and you might not listen to that song for a long time, and then it sparked in your head and you've got it. Yeah, movies. You can download a lot of movies, <clears throat> um, but that that in there is the other thing. I mean, you download it; they're not vastly overpriced. I mean, <clears throat> if you look at some of the stores, you wait for the sales; they're like three, four quid for a movie. Get to keep it forever. It's on there. So yeah. you've got Blink Box. Also, I mean, because you've got Netflix and Love Film don't really need to do that you just have to wait even with Sky you just wait yeah. and you watch it but for me paying 50 quid for a game digitally that like I said once I've completed it maybe got most of the achievements <clears throat> if they're attainable I might not ever ever go back to that game because obviously games nowadays don't have the playability that a lot of the games that were like we were saying Mario Sonic and things like that had yeah. so and I know it's a difficult thing but and what are you looking forward to what sort of games you're looking forward to because Christmas tends to be the big time um, of year but what sort of titles are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to Titanfall 2. Yeah. I am looking forward to Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. So I really like the look at that. Definitely looking forward to Deus Ex. Um, Human, is it Revolution this time? Yeah. Because that looks really good. One game which is coming out next year, I definitely... Well, actually, there's two games coming out next year I definitely want. Crackdown 3. Yeah. And Tekken 7. Just because I'm a big Tekken fan. Um, I mean, they've strayed a bit over the years, the Tekken games have. But they're still fun to play. Um, I... I try not to. I I do play franchised games, but to be honest with you, it does franchised games do disappoint me yeah. a little bit because you pay a lot for the game. You have good games, bad games. I mean, it's like COD. There's some great COD games, but. They get they're very very samey. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, you'll always have people. You'll always have fanboys, and I don't blame them. I mean, if they're really good at the games, 
Um, then play the games that you enjoy. I, I could never say to somebody, well, just because you like COD, oh, you're just a boring gamer. No. So, I mean, we played Call of Duty 2 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare for quite a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, months. Um, oh, what was... The, the, there's one more as well. Um, was it the E3 this year? I saw... Um, oh... The remake of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Just because it's one of my favourite RPGs was the original Final Fantasy VII. What about you? Is there any you're looking particularly forward to? I'm looking forward to the Crackdown. I was hoping for um, another Red Dead. Because I do like, I like Red Dead Revolver a lot. That was a brilliant game. And was. I think it's a it was a nice hybrid of Japanese Capcom bonkersness and Rockstar refinement, which really helped the game. But um, I think for me, I really enjoyed Crackdown. I'm looking forward to that a huge amount. Uh, happily play Tekken it's got the pick up and playability that I think Street Fighter has lost I think the reason why is that Street Fighter has become a bit more it's very technical it's become too technical it's, in my opinion I think that's the thing with any fighting game really isn't it I mean it's like you said Tekken's got pick up playability Street Fighter used to have pick up and playability I mean I really and truthfully Street Fighter games I suck I mean I know you you were a master of Street Fighter 2 you really loved um, the Alpha series some of that yeah I did and I think what you had is it's like you said you could because some of the moves, they were hard to pull off, but in the same sense, they were basic moves. And you had, you just pushed back to block, so you could block easy enough, and pull off some special moves. So, if you didn't play it for a week, when you went back, you could do it. But now, because you've got all these super combos and all sorts of stuff like that, and you've got to do a string of... 30, 40 button pushes to pull off something yeah. that in a way you do get gypped because obviously when you pick a difficulty set in you know you can put it on normal and it would probably be just as good as you when you put it on you want a bit of a challenge the harder difficulties they can pull off the 58 combos and you just get wasted in 10 yeah. seconds but um, yeah it is like you said you know they have lost their playability in a bit um, so any other games you're looking forward to I'm trying to think now I've... what else is coming out that I think is worth a look at 
I'm struggling really because well, I don't think there was as many games at E3 this year, was there? As there, as there have been. No, I. I think if anything, I'm looking. I think the one title that I possibly could be interested in, if it's as good as it potentially is, would be Resident Evil Seven. I think it looks different. It's not trying to be an action film, like. Um, Resident Evil 5 in particular suffered from. Um, what else? I'll have to have a quick look. Oh. I think a little bit as well. Now, I can understand games take a massive amount of time and money to produce but with a lot of games they are marred by delays that much now that by the time I mean a couple of the games that we wanted took that long to come out you'd actually forgotten that they were being released I mean Watch Dogs 2 looks a bit better than the original Watch Dogs and I think they didn't the potential of that was so great, but it just let it down. I mean, another one, I, I'll be honest, which I'm looking forward to, but that's not coming out till next year, is uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. So I do like my shooting games. Um, but in the, in the same breath, I would, you know, I'd like to see somebody come up with something just a little bit different. I mean... To be honest with you, you know what we both want, and it, it's unfortunately never going to happen. We we want a Bulletstorm too. Yeah. Because Bulletstorm was brilliant, right amount of humour, great weaponry, funny story. Didn't have to make overly too much sense, but it was just a good fun game to play. Totally. I mean, let's have a look. So, I've got a list here of games that are still during twenty sixteen. Um. Some I've heard of, some I haven't, so I'm just going to skip on to it. I'm just going to focus on the AAA titles. So to start with, as I said before, Deus Ex, but I got the title wrong, not you, Ed. So that's Deus, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, and that's due out at the end of August. Uh, there's Batman A Telltale game series due out in August. Which could be interesting. Telltale games are very good. They are. I uh, really liked uh, The Wolf Among Us. And what was that? Is it Walking? The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead series, yeah, because they are making a third Walking Dead. Yeah. Now. Um, if you are a Wii U owner, then there's um, Paper Mario, Gears of War 4. Um, I'm interested by Gears of War 4 but hopefully they I mean I was let down by judgement it was a fun game to play but obviously it wasn't quite the mark of 
three. Yeah, three and the original. And I think, for me, what Gears is about now, as well, what they do miss is the horde mode, because you could work together co-op. It was a, it was a great thing. Yeah. A um, couple of other titles I would probably be interested in. Ah, uh, uh, let's go back. Let's go back. Um, I could definitely be interested in Forza Horizon 3 because uh, I do like my driving games. I could definitely play. I've lost it again. Dead Rising 4. And South Park The Fractured But Whole. Because. It's not only is that a genius title, the fractured butt hole. Um, the stick of truth <coughs> was a great swan song for 360. It's just really, really good. A game that you showed me the trailer for, Ed, um, potentially should be due out this year, Friday the 13th. And then. A lot of the Walking Dead season three is due out this year too, which we just mentioned by Telltale. I could be interested in that. I've been, I, I really enjoyed it. The the challenge I have with the Walking Dead is the same as I have with the TV series is that eventually it gets so relentlessly depressing because there's no real win. Yeah. Um, it gets a little bit dull. But let's see. What about Pokemon Go? Have you played any Pokemon Go? I've had a quick look at Pokemon Go. Not really my cup of tea. I think it's a brilliant idea because it gets kids out and about doing stuff. But it also highlights the stupidity of mankind. People, you know, falling off cliffs trying to catch Pokemon, uh, people getting run over by cars because they're looking at a Pokemon, not looking where they're going. Um, I know it's got some serious ser server issues at times, but I think it's really, really clever. I mean, you've got, you know, things that kids love, Pokemon, and video games, gets them out. But for me... Um, I mean I've seen a lot of people playing it I mean I saw I went to Morrison's there was a kid outside the front doors trying to catch a Pokemon you're still going to have the respect for the people <laughs> there. but I mean you know but I mean I suppose it's like everything um, you just can't cater for everybody but I think it'll bring out quite a few, you know, other interesting games. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, there's no danger it's a massive um, potential game changer. I myself have played Pokemon Go quite a bit, really like it. I'm currently level 6. My first Pokemon that I caught was Bulbasaur. 
I've not yet come across Charizard yet, who I believe, and I'm sure that there'll be some people out there who know this better than I, is the most powerful of all Pokemon. Have you got a, have you got a um, Caterpede? No, I've got a Tweedle. lot. I've got a Tweedle. I've got a lot of Rattatars. They are very, very common. I've got a Pidgeo or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, and I did. There was there was the shape of a Pikachu around, but I couldn't find it. Uh, well, if anybody who's playing Pokemon, that there was a glitch. Don't know if it's still there, but when you first catch, go to catch your first Pokemon, if you reject it three times, Pikachu turns up and you can catch him straight from the start. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to wait to find him. It was just on one of these sites I was looking at, and uh, somebody said he he didn't quite understand what was going on, and he kept turning it down because he didn't want his Pokemon. He wanted another one, and. Uh, yeah, he rejected it three times and Pikachu turned up, so he had that as his starting Pokemon. <laughs> Interesting. Do I choose you? But I do know, what I think is quite good is, about it, is they're going to do an update. And in that update, you'll be able to trade. So you'll be able to trade with other people Pokemon that you haven't caught, which I think is a good idea, because obviously... I think microtransactions can be one of those things that it, it's dangerous ground because obviously people can get addicted and they can spend way too much money. Yeah. So if you've got to buy the Pokemon, I mean, people can, you know, people can spend hundreds of pounds. But if you can trade, that also brings in better social interaction because you can just say, oh, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're prepared, if you're near Pokestops, you can leave traps and modules around and it does encourage it but you have to put your hand in your pocket to get some stuff like the incense you need to attract Pokemon to you how do I change to my rifle uh, just press the left bumper hold it I think that's it and then you can just choose it you can't you've got to do it with a pistol Uh -oh. <laughs> you might want to I can't remember which it is to do dead eye <laughs> so you might want to press the back button just to give you an idea about which one it is oh, I won't let you do it I oh, know because they cut sequence Under game, isn't it? Or is it under options? Yeah, it's under options. Controls. Second one down. Dead eye. Is that the right? Click it, yeah. Click the right. 
power of looking up the instructions because <laughs> you can't remember the buttons. to ground and pound. Not know who was messing with. Obviously, this is, is, is Backwood County because obviously you just shot his hat out of the air, you beat him up, and um, he decided he was still going to draw a gun on you. Yeah. I like that. Well, it went ahead to try one bottle, I suppose. <laughs> Definitely tell this has got very sort of Clint Eastwoody, sort of pale rider, good, bad, and the ugly feel to it. Definitely spaghetti western influenced, big time. He's probably more outlawed Josie Wales though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is an epic western if you've never seen it. Yeah, that is def definitely one quality western. And. Uh, the other one as well, Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven is a great film. Really good film. So, um, thanks for listening to this little game special. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Ed and I all being well, we'll be back with you next week. Until then, we'll see you later. Good night. <laughs>